Welcome to the No BS Mama podcast. I'm your host, Megan. I'm married with three kids and found myself stressed, overwhelmed, and lost in motherhood before I gave up the idea of perfection and remembered that my needs are important too. If you're looking for a mom friend who drops F-bombs, loves road trips, and will always hype you up, then I'm your girl. I want to cut through the bullshit and have real conversations about all things mom life. I definitely don't have all the answers, but I am here for you, girl, and I'm bringing in some experts and other moms to help us out, too. We know there's no one-size-fits-all solution, so make sure you take what serves you and leave what doesn't. So go ahead and grab that coffee, that glass of wine, or whatever floats your boat, and go hide from those kids while we dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the No BS Mama podcast. My name is Megan, and as always, I am so thrilled to have you here again, whether this is your first episode or you've tuned in for all of them and you've been here for the long haul. I so appreciate you taking even just a few minutes out of your day to, to tune into the podcast. I wanted to give a little part two of last week's episode, the last episode. Um, I shared a little bit of like behind the scenes of what I was feeling in the days leading up to dropping Timmy off at school. And now we, this is Sunday, we dropped him off on Friday. Um, So things are settling in and I'm adjusting, he's adjusting, the rest of the house is adjusting. Um, And it's, it's going to be a process. Um, so I wanted to just kind of check in, let everybody know how everything went. I went, um, I'm going to be going live in the podcast group to go a little bit more into detail about like the actual day itself, but I wanted to come on here and share a little bit, um, just about like what we're learning, how everything's going. Um, I know some of you are curious and I know that some of you have also dropped some of yours off at college as well. And, um, so I just wanted to kind of do a check-in. So we, Thursday night before Timmy left, we had some of his friends over. We had, um, some of his grandparents here. My sister came over. We had dinner and we all just kind of hung out. We played, um, you know, one of their favorite board games. You know, we just, we just enjoyed time together one last time before sending him off to school. And I think that he really needed that. And, um, I would say that one of my biggest mistakes um, during this whole whole transition and season has been really underestimating how hard this would be for him. Um, and I, to be honest, I was not worried about him at all. He is very independent. Um, I just was not worried about him making that transition in the same way that I know a lot of moms worry about their college freshmen. I just like, he already does his own laundry. He already like, I don't check up on him in terms of like doing his homework. Like all of those details I wasn't worried about. So I thought that he would be totally fine. And as the summer went on and as it got closer and closer to the, the, the day that we were moving him in, um, 
you know, it really started to hit him that he was leaving his friends behind. Um, and I'm not going to share too much here because it's not my story to tell. I'm here to just tell my side of this story. Um, you know, if he, if he ever wants to share his story, he's, he's welcome to do that, but I'm not going to share his story for him. Um, but I just wanted to say that if you are in the process of sending your kids off to school, or if you will be in the next couple of years, I just want to remind you to not forget how hard it is for them to, um, you know, while it is a huge adjustment for us moms to, you know, go through this with them, it's also a really big deal in their world. Um, you know, they're stepping into adulthood. They are truly gaining that independence from you, whether or not they've been, you know, independent this whole time or not. This is for real. Um, <coughs> excuse me. They are stepping away from everything that they know. And in a lot of cases, everyone that they know and stepping into something completely new and different. And that's scary. Um, and I didn't ever consider that. Literally not once. I was not worried about him like having trouble with this at all. I really like he's never been a homebody. He's never been a mama's boy. Like I truly didn't think that he would give a shit <laughs> that he wasn't going to live here. Um, and I'm, I'm starting to get upset again and I'm not upset. I'm just, it's a transition, right? Um, and so, you know, we started having these conversations like a week ago. And I wish that we had been having them, you know, six months ago, um, three months ago, even at all at like anywhere at all before the last week, because it would have eliminated a lot of unnecessary, like conflict. We had some conflict about whether or not he was going to take his car to school. Drew and I had very strong feelings about him not taking his car to school and he had very strong feelings about taking his car with him. And at the end of the day, when we had the conversation and really got to the root of the problem, we were able to understand that it wasn't about the car. It wasn't about the car for me and Drew. It wasn't about the car for Timmy. It was about other things. And the car was just like what created the the conflict around these other things. Um, and again, without sharing too much, I'll just leave it at that. But if we had been having these other conversations, maybe this conflict could have been avoided, right? Um, and so I would just encourage you to keep that in mind. If and not not to like give you one more thing to worry about <laughs> because I know that we do that as moms, we worry, but to like, for me, I was so wrapped up in how this was going to affect me, how this was going to affect Nick and Katie, 
how this was going to affect like the dynamic of the family as a whole. I totally did not take his experience into consideration at all because I was so confident that he was going to be more than fine. Like I know that he is in the best place. He's in the best hands and this is going to be the best experience for him. I know that. And I still like there's still a part of him that is like nervous about the transition. Right. And I wish I would have taken that into consideration because while he will be totally fine and better than fine, um, there's a transition process that has to happen. And that transition process fucking sucks, to be honest. I've never done it. I've never gone away to school. Um, but I have been the friend that sat at home while everyone else did go to school. So to that extent, I get it. But I was fine. And he will be fine. He'll be more than fine. Um, I just wish that I had considered that, you know. So as I, as like all of that unfolded and I began to understand that a little bit better, I had to have like a sit down with myself <laughs> and really like commit to not losing my shit when we dropped him off because like I finally understood that this was hard for him. Like he brought... He brought pieces of whom that are, like, from his childhood, like, from when he was little. And, like, I'm not surprised because these things are special, but I am surprised at the same time because I don't consider these to be things that, like, you would take to, to college with you. But I think he's just trying to hold on to like his childhood a little bit and really wanting to feel like he's at home. And these things that have been in his world since he was very small, make him feel at home and probably make him feel safe. Right. Um, so anyway, so I had to really commit to not making Friday any harder for him than it was going to be. And I felt like if I were to like let myself feel the sadness on Friday and like be crying all day, it would be even harder for him. Um, I still joked like... Um, I sent a picture of his room and him in his room to my family group chat with like my mom, and my siblings. And um, I said, oh, he's all moved in. And my brother said something about like um, Timmy's like roommate or like making sure that I was actually going to leave him there. And I said, oh, no, no, I'm his roommate. They said I could stay. <laughs> Things like that. Like I, I would joke about it. Like I'm going to miss you. Like I'm going to just stay here with you. Is that okay? Um, 
but I really, really, really was intentional about leaning into the excitement, like, because I am so excited for him. Like I said at the beginning, like this is, I'm so sure that this is such a good fit for him. And of course I could be totally wrong. (laughs) I've been wrong before. Um, but Like, I just, I know that he's about to flourish and he's about to step into like a new version of himself. And I'm so excited for him. And I've talked about before about like holding space for these two emotions at the same time, right? The excitement for him, as well as like the sadness for myself. Um, and so on Friday, I really decided like today we're excited. Today is an exciting day. We are moving him in. It's going to be fucking awesome. His roommate's going to be great. It's going to be a great day. And that's, that's what we're doing today. (laughs) And I am proud to report that I was for the most part able to do that. Um, you know, there were a couple times that I got like a little, a little teary eyed, but no actual tears fell from my eyes. And it was like when we were in the car, so I was able to just kind of like take a minute and like kind of step out of the conversation, let Drew and Timmy kind of like talk about whatever they were talking about and like take a couple deep breaths and collect myself. Um, And then I had another moment when we were waiting for his ID to print. I was waiting there for it to print while him and Drew went off to do something else. And for whatever reason, like I just had a wave come over me of emotion. I was like, "Mm, mm, mm." nope, we said, we're not gonna do this. We're not doing this. And then we moved him in and that was amazing. And they set up like a little station for the parents to write a letter to their kids. And I knew this because they sent me an email. (laughs) And I get the email and it says, oh, well, you know, we'll have this little station for you to write a letter to the kids and we'll we'll mail them like in in a week or two. Um, and I was like, yeah, fucking right. Like I will be a wreck. There's no way I'm doing that. Absolutely not. I will not be doing that. (laughs) Like there's not a chance. And as it turned out, Timmy stayed in his room to do a couple things. And Drew and I went to this like parent, like it wasn't really a meeting, but there was like a thing for the parents. So we went and did that. And that's where the, the letters were. And I could see there were parents all over this building writing these letters and I'm looking around and I'm like I cannot let him be the only kid that doesn't get a letter in a week like what the fuck like Megan you have to write him something so and obviously if I hadn't written him the letter he wouldn't be literally the only child that didn't get a letter I understand that but in the moment that's what I was feeling like that peer pressure to make sure that he wasn't left out of this like special thing so I'm like okay I can do this so I start to write and I'm like holding it together and I'm like you know I hope you're having a great time blah 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 like all these things and I get to a certain point in the letter and I start to cry and I take a couple deep breaths and I, I pull it in and I start again And I start to cry and Drew's like standing there. He's like, do you want me to finish? I'm like, no, I can do this. (laughs) So I I finish up 
and the tears are streaming and I'm like, I can't make it stop. Like it started now, I cannot make it stop. I have to go to the bathroom and like finish this. So I go to the bathroom, I ugly cry in a bathroom stall by myself. I splash some cold water on my face. I pull myself together. I step outside, I put my sunglasses on and I just kind of hang out there for a couple minutes. Drew goes and gets some waters from the vending machine and we walk back to his dorm. And by then I had, you know, totally pulled myself together, gotten over it, tapped back into that excitement and we were fine for the whole rest of the day. Um, you know, he went to say goodbye and he was like, I could see he was like physically ready for me to cry. And I was like, again, trying to make light of it. I was like, see ya. <laughs> Bye loser. You know, like one of those things. Um, and so he pulls me and he gives me a hug and I, you know, we had a moment, but I didn't cry and he didn't cry and he gave Drew a hug and neither one of them cried, obviously. Um, and we left and I still didn't cry. And I am surprised that I didn't cry when we left. Um, when, when we were like gone from him, but I am really proud of myself for being able to like shield him from that level of like my not okayness <laughs> because that's not for him that, right. That's not like, that's not his burden to carry. This is my own thing that I will need to like feel and manage and live through. Right. Lots of other moms before me have done this. Um, not to take away from my experience. That's not why. That's not why I say that. I just say that to say that, like, it has been done before. It will continue to be done, probably forever. Um, this is not something that is not able to be managed, right? Um, and the reality is that he is not that far away. You know, we already have plans to see him in a couple weeks. He'll obviously be home for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Like, he's not, he didn't, like, disappear off the face of the earth, right? And sometimes that's how it feels, and that's not the reality. So, like, really, like, understanding that and getting clear on, like, the feeling versus the actual thing and, like, separating the two can be really helpful. While it's very important to feel what you're feeling. It's also important for me. It's been very helpful to like understand how my feelings are different from the actual event, right? And sometimes that can help the feeling not feel so big or so overwhelming. Um, and so that's what I was able to do um, to help like kind of manage this thing. But like Nicholas posted on Snapchat, like a story of like his new room, because I mentioned that he's moving into Timmy's room and he's so excited. So he's in there and he posts a picture of his room and he captions it like something like, Oh, I have a new room. Thanks for moving out. But for real, I'm going to miss you. Um, and then Timmy has been texting us like little things that have been happening. And it's been funny because I am actively not texting him. And Drew said to me the other night, he was like, or last night rather, he was like, I want to text him. Should I? And I was like, no, you shouldn't. Like, let him, let him be away. 
okay? <laughs> like I want to stay connected, obviously, but for right now, like I don't want to intrude and I don't want him to feel like, oh, I have to text my mom back, right? So, and especially because he has been texting us. So for right now, I'm kind of like, I'm just letting him do that and like we will respond. Um, this morning he texted and he was like, oh, I'm on my way back to my dorm. Like, let me know if you guys have a couple of minutes, like we can, you guys can call if you want. So we FaceTimed this morning and that was fun. Um, but again, like he requested that. And I know, I know that that is not, that is also not the experience that many moms are having right now. Um, so I want to also recognize that. Um, and to that, I would just say, like, just see how things shake out, you know? Like, maybe you're not hearing from them because they are busy. Like, he literally has activities every single hour from, like, 8 a.m. until midnight every day um, already. And it's just, like, you know bonding activities and like getting acclimated to the um, campus and like all of these things, but they are happening all day long. And so it's very possible that your kids are just tied up in all of that and the excitement of it and the meeting new people and they're probably exhausted, right? Like I would say, try not to take it personal that they're not reaching out. Um, and, and like, Text them, let them know that you're thinking about them, but maybe try to keep it to like once a day or once every other day. Um, like let them, if they want that separation and they want that independence, like kind of let them have it. Um, and again, I'm not, I'm not a professional. Um, so just take, take it or leave it. Like, you know, whatever feels best for you. But I know that sometimes it can be like, you know, we miss them, so we want to stay connected, but I sometimes I think it's good that they have this time and they have the independence. Um, you know, so do your part, let them know that you're thinking of them without, you know, without it being like a three or four times a day type of thing. Because with like text and Instagram and Snapchat and like all these ways to interact, it can be easy to like be in touch with them several times a day without even like really realizing it. Um, so anyway, that's where we are right now. As you can see, I'm still really <laughs> feeling my feels. Um, I'm handling it better than I thought that I would, to be honest. And I think that it's just because I have really been in my feels about this since like this time last year. Um, because I knew this day was coming and just like every single milestone, like every, the, from, you know, meet the teacher night to, you know, his last, I don't know, every, every single thing all year long was just like one step closer, one step closer, one step closer. And I would feel, it would become like more and more real every single time. Um, yeah, so I just, I allowed myself to feel it this whole time. And so I think that's why you know, I'm still obviously sad. I still have some things to, to deal with and to manage, but that's why it's not like so like, I don't know. 
so extreme, I guess, is the word that I'm looking for because I know that this can be a really crushing time for moms. And if that is you, I'm sending you so much love, first of all. Um, and if this is something that you'll be deal dealing with within the next couple of years, I encourage you to just keep those lines of communication open with your kiddos, you know, let them know how you're feeling, check and see how they're feeling. Um, yeah, just keep the lines of communication open. That is, you know, what we've learned so far. <laughs> it's been not even 48 hours, but I thought that a check-in would be fun and um yeah you know i'll continue to keep you posted but if you are interested in hearing more details about the actual events of the day um like i said i did go live or i am going live soon in my um in the no bs mama facebook community so if you are not already in there it is a free community for connection with other moms so go ahead and click the link in the show notes to join and until next time hey babe Shit, you guys, I gotta go. I really hope you loved today's episode. If you did, it would really mean the world to me if you would share it with a mom like us so she doesn't feel so alone either. And if you're not already in our free Facebook community, girl, what are you waiting for? I promise it just takes two seconds. You don't even have to search for it. Just go ahead and click the link right here in the show notes. Until next time, try to remember to do something that's just for you this week.